Welcome to Multiverse with Key, your guide of the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week we are back after being lost through space. And time. And uh, in the Multiversal Q Podcastatorium Studios today, we have special guests, your future self. Yes. Is, is he going to say anything? He lost oh. his voice in the fire of 2030. Ah. That, that's why he's... That's why future Devin is just giving me the double birds. Mm-hmm. I see. And then this is my future self. He likes to so, do that. Yeah. Well, Look then this him. is... I see he has like three eye patches. None of them are near his actual eyes. I, I have no idea what that's about. The fire took out a lot of things, Luke, including vision, voice. Basic cognition. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We didn't do so hot. And then, weirdly, my future self has decided to rename themselves Devin. So, uh, Devin, introduce yourself. I'm Devin! I'm British now! Bob's your uncle! Okay, future me who renamed it Devin. <laughs> that's... Uh, that's special. Oh, future Devin's pulled out a knife. Oh, he's going towards your evil future self. Oi! Ooh. Put that knife away. Oh, yeah. Come a little closer here. Yeah. That's her way out. Oh! You stabbed me in the kidney! You sneaky, silent bastard! Why are you killing Devin? Devin! Well, that... Is a timeline I hope I don't result in. You probably deserved it. Yeah, the future is a very wide open prospect. Well, luckily I got my disintegration gun from the other future me, so bang. Now my future self is gone too. Your uh, future gun that is powered by you just saying bang? Mm-hmm. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang. Let's just say those were a big mistake for people to take into the clubs when the hit song Bang Bang would come on. Yes. It was a tragedy. Um, that's why in that feature all the songs have to use the word yes, please, and thank you. Yes. Uh... But uh, speaking of imperfect futures, this week we're covering Hulk, Future Imperfect, as well as Hulk, The End. And uh, yeah, this is part of our countdown to Secret Wars, our Exiles preparation, and also we had to get rid of our future selves. And it felt thematically relevant. Yep. And also not good um so both of these stories were written by peter david uh the incredible hulk feature imperfect had art by george perez colors by tom smith and letters by joe rosen and it came out in the 90s so we get a lot of 90s hulk stuff yep 
Which is one of those weird things. Like if you go back and read uh, the Infinity Gauntlet, you also get the uh, Hulk with the weird brown suit. The inexplicable brown suit. Yes, right now we are in Hulk with his black tank top. Yeah. Uh, but with the story, we start off on Earth 9. Does he feel self-conscious now? Maybe. I mean, he's built like a tank, so why not top it off with a tank top? No, I guess it's true. Mm-hmm. Tank top, don't stop, body drop, booty pop. All things that represent the Hulk. Mm-hmm. So we start off a hundred years in the future in the city of Dystopia, where some peasants are talking, when the gravity police show up and start chasing after them. And I don't know why they're called gravity police. Yeah, me neither. I mean, do you think it's like... like Maybe it's because they're defying gravity because they're floating. Maybe they Or they're going to come down on you. Maybe they want to arrest this man because he talks in maths and he budges and he buzzes like a fridge. He's like a detuned radio. Mm-hmm. And they want to... And they want to... And they want to arrest that girl with her Hitler hairdo. It's making them feel ill. And they crashed her party. Yes. These are references to Karma Police. Interesting. Aren't you, aren't you amazed that we've been doing this dang podcast for three years and we still are learning how to do good back and forth banter? Uh-huh. It's like we still can't finish each other's. words sentences we go together like peanut butter and sriracha actually that would make like some really good spicy peanut chicken it is I eat it a lot not on chicken I just eat it in sandwiches but nice like I, I'm doing this uh, whole diet thing and we have to have like a power food once a day for each like weekday Mm-hmm. So that might be interesting because this week's special ingredient is black rice. Dig a oh, hole, nice. dig a hole, dig a hole. Black rice, black rice, do 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 do. Black rice, do 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 do. New dig album hole, coming out hole, soon. Dig a hole, black rice. Yes, that's one of the new Gorillaz songs that we got from our future selves. Yeah. What did you think of the actual new Gorillaz song from their newest album? I did not uh, like it. Oh, the, uh, whatchamacallit money? Yeah. Or at the very <laughs> least, you should not have been the lead single. Was that the actual lead single, though? I thought it was just like, yeah, we're getting back to producing stuff. Well, I mean, it has a music video and everything. Yeah, but they also made music videos for everything on D-sides and G-sides. Or, well, D-sides at least. Yeah. So, I mean, that doesn't mean too much. Yeah, but those weren't really an official album, though. But I guess that should not have been the song that teased me or wanted me to get excited for the new album, because that song did not get me excited for the new album. Okay. Uh, well, it's a hundred years in the future. There is the city of dystopia. Gravity police show up. And it turns out that the peasants, the gravity police, are after our insurgents named... Janice, fizz fizz, piz fizz, piz fizz, fizz fizz, 
Scooter and Decord. And Decord immediately gets shot in the head and gets killed by the Gravity Police. And in the fight, Pizfiz, who is an old man who gets yelled at a lot for being a shitty old man, also gets shot, so he's unable to get away. While Janice and Scooter run away into a building, and when it collapses around them, the 90s version of the Hulk appears, and if you aren't familiar with your Hulk continuity at this time, he's got an ugly-ass brown suit, and he is intelligent. Yes. I was, I was trying to find out the exact conditions of this. Like, did Bruce Banner still exist or whatever, and Marvel Wiki let me down. I think he, like, always exists. Just sometimes... It... Whatever writers feel like. Yeah, the Hulk can change based on the whim of a writer. Mm-hmm. But uh, Hulk goes buck wild on the gravity police, so they send in something called the Dog of War, which is this robot dog that's bred, question mark, by yeah, someone called mark. the Maestro. But it's like a robot dog made out of adamantium. So I don't know how he makes them. It's one of many confusion questions. Yeah. It's one of many confusing questions about sex that this uh, series brings up. If dogs have sex with metal, then they cr it creates a war dog, Luke. It's a dog of war. War dogs are from, uh, or no, that's hunger dogs who are on Apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. Hulk breaks it into pieces before destroying more gravity police. And they send out a message. And Hulk is like, yeah, whoever this maestro is. I'm gonna come for you. Is that a good Hulk voice? No. Hulk gonna come for you. Hulk gonna come for you. Now you're smart. Hulkamania running wild. Is that better? A little bit. Hulk's gonna oh, speaking come for of you. weird That's things that the Hulk does, did you know there's actually an officially canon reason for why different artists draw the Hulk? And why he looks ever so slightly different. Because he uh, changes each time and mutates more? Basically, yeah. The gamma radiation like causes him to shift all the time. I want to see, It's like, just like, whole... wow, we really did need that. Like, I think pretty much everyone just accepts that you get new artists sometimes. I want to see a Hulk who like has mutated so much. He's pretty much like a Slim Jim man, where he's just got these really long green limbs, and they're super muscular and sinewy and gross. But he's like standing 20 feet tall, waving in the wind, and he's just like stilt mans around. That's the Hulk that we need in this generation. Yes. And uh, at the castle, a, uh, this guy who's only referred to as a minister is worried about what he's heard. And he tries to meet with the maestro, who is currently in his fuck chamber. And it's revealed that the maestro is a bearded older version of the Hulk. Also, he, like, has a lot of women in his fuck chamber, and it does not look like any of them are conscious. So, do you think that his dick breaks people? Probably. Like... I mean, just think about it, even just like they're normal sized people and he's like twice the size as everyone else. And his body's filled with gamma radioactivity, so like mm -hmm. if Mary Jane died because of what uh, happened in Spider Man Rain, like 
these people must only have a month to live after he has sex with them. Like, if you get covered with those bodily fluids, you are getting a horrible leukemia within days. Oh, yeah. Or the other thing I like to think of, too, was just like, oh, was Brody Bruce's whole discussion about Superman having sex, which was when they both, like, ejaculate, it'd be like um, a shotgun blast. Oh, no, there's an entire, like, article about this. I think we've mentioned it at least once, Men of Steel, Women of Kleenex, or something of that nature, mm-hmm. where a guy who actually wrote Superman for a while got into this discussion. Nice. Yeah. There was a reason why in All-Star Superman he makes Lois Superman powered for a day. But, uh, yeah, enough sex discussion for now. Yeah, I... Also, there were, like, lots of scantily clad men in there, so do you think Hulk is bi in the grim, dark future? Or, Hulk does like... what he wants. Yeah. It's like the Roman times. And the Greeks. Mm-hmm. He's no longer bound by society's restrictions, so he makes his own rules now. It's just like he says later on in the story. And, anyways, back to dystopia. The uh, people are freaking out about the Hulk with their shitty future slang. Like, this is not good future slang. No, it's like a weak version of 2099. It felt like a shittier version of Clockwork Orange. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, people are freaking out because Hulk is walking in the streets, but the insurgents reach out to him and get them to their secret base with Janice leading him, and they blow up the base along the way. Hulk is sort of amazed to see that they've made this massive underground structure and that everyone is afraid of him except for Janice. She shows everyone shots of his life using a memory device and then leads him to the trophy room, which is filled with helmets and costumes and items from superheroes. And this is where we meet... Janice is a great-grandfather, one Rick, shitty character, Jones, who Hulk recognizes because of his harmonica. Yep. Oh, that Rick damn Jones. damn harmonica. Mm-hmm. Why isn't he A-bomb? Explain that, comics. Mm-hmm. Well, right and, now, uh, Hulk's dead, so why does this universe even exist? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in the uh, Capitol building, Pizfiz, Pizfiz, who was uh, left behind, is being tortured, and he refuses to talk until Maestro shows up. Pizfiz refuses to still talk, so they use a machine that makes him show the last 48 hours of his life. So we see him and Janice going back in time with the... uh, And so they see him and Janice going back in time to meet past Rick Jones, which... They never really explain why this is important. Like, why they had to meet past Rick Jones. I'm assuming it was to get, trick the Hulk into coming here. Yeah, but we never see how he gets here. I'm wondering, because there is, like, a clear continuity point where this happened. Uh-huh. But, like, we never actually see, like, why or how they tricked Hulk into coming here. And, uh... I just assumed Rick Jones they... just showed up at his house one day and like, yo, want to go to the future? And Hulk's I like, guess. oh. Yeah, okay. I don't want to go to the future again. I'm doing stuff with Agamemnon. I have no idea what happened in the 90s Hulk. I, And the weird thing is, I think 
And I may be confusing with She-Hulk, but this was like one of the runs that was well-regarded for Hulk. Yeah, it is. But like... Tank Top Hulk is actually well-liked. But like, I tried reading about what happened before this, and it's like all the stuff with Agamemnon and the champions or whatever, and it's like, I've, I've never heard of any of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know, there's so a yeah. lot of like... Oh, those acclaimed that, like, magically never get mentioned again. Yeah. Because even a lot of Greg uh, Pak stuff isn't really mentioned anymore. But his stuff also pulled in a lot of things from here and there. Yeah. And, I mean, we are sort of getting Planet Hulk in the uh, new Thor movie, and I'm so excited about that movie, Devin. Yeah, it looks good. Hey, oh, and have you seen collector. Team Thor Part 2? I've only seen the preview. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not buying DVDs or Blu-rays. I have the Blu-ray. Of the Doctor Strange? Uh-huh. I've seen the whole thing. It's pretty great. He's the one you call Doctor Strange. He's gonna mm-hmm. make you feel all right. He's the one you call Doctor Strange. He's gonna be your Frankenstein. And, uh... Yeah, so... They stole one of Doom's old time platforms, and instead of running away to a less shitty timeline... They want to find someone to stop the Maestro and free them, but at that point, Buzz's brain gives out, and so Maestro smashes Buzz's killing Buzz's. Poor Fizz No, you're not pronouncing it correctly. Buzz's. Poor The Z's are silent, Luke. It's Pi Fi. <laughs> Or Piffy. Oh, Piffy. Oh, Piffy's gone lost its legs. Oh, Piffy's being forced to show his memories to the maestro. Oh, poor Piffy. Poor, poor Piffy. And, uh, Hulk ends up meeting with, er, so Hulk talks with, uh, future Rick, and he explains that they're a hundred or so years in the future. And the rest of the world outside of dystopia is... They say that it's only, like, radioactive wasteland for a hundred miles or so. Yeah. So it's like, outside of that, is it just, like, a really good world and Meister's just being shitty? I, I couldn't tell. Maybe outside of that is the uh, Luke Cage, Boss Cage world. From oh, yes. Thunderbolts. That would be good. Actually, I'd really love to see that story. Um, but anyways, the uh, radiation that's surrounding them empowered the Maestro. And at this point, we know that Maestro is the future version of the Hulk. They have not actually told Hulk that he's a future evil version of the Hulk, which is some bullshit. Oh, yeah. They're just like, you haven't figured it out yet? Hulk have many things on mind. For real. It's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Especially you, Rick Jones. Just smash him. Smash him, Hulk. Yeah. And uh, Meister is really pissed off, so he starts digging towards the city underground with his uh, hands as the uh, gravity police uh, follow in after him. He, uh, like, reaches the base, sends the gravity police in, and they just start getting killed by all these traps. And Meister gives no shits, and he just walks through until he comes face-to-face with the Hulk after getting, like, lasered and acided and burnt George Perez knows how to draw some good traps 
Yeah. Maestro and Hulk start fighting, and Maestro, and when uh, Maestro threatens to uh, hurt an innocent person, he's able to turn the tables on the Hulk until Hulk punches him in the balls. But in doing so, he punches Maestro through a building where a bunch of innocent people are. Hulk tries to save him, and when he goes to do that, Maestro sneaks up on him and snaps his neck. And meanwhile, the insurgents are worried that the uh, Hulk vanished and that Rick is getting more and more senile. When the Hulk wakes up, he's in a neck brace. He's mostly unable to move, and there's a woman on top of him who the Maestro has sent in to have sex with him, which the Hulk does not want. So Maestro rape Maestro gets the Hulk raped. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that was a little weird. What the goddamn hell, Peter David? Like, there's some stuff that you've written that's really, really well regarded. And then there's the shit where it's like, gypsies break the legs of their children so they get more money for, from begging. And it's like, no, they don't. You're lying. And he gets, like, so caught up in some things, like, uh, in the uh, Age of Apocalypse universe, where it's like, Hulk is really into aboriginal culture now. Let's support these indigenous peoples. I, that that dude is hella weird. Yep. Just a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, while this is going on... Did he seem that weird when you talked to him? Uh, I had like five words and then his wife was like, give me your information and we can see about getting him on that uh, podcast with you. Oh, that's right. It never actually happened. Yep, yep, yep. Anyways, the insurgents find or Pi Fi's body and swear revenge. Back in the base, Maestro gives the Hulk the option to kill himself with uh, the idea that if the Maestro is really what the Hulk turns into, it would stop Maestro then and there and it'd stop this timeline. But then he also brings up the fact that there may be alternate timelines and it might not work. And so Hulk decides he's not going to kill himself. Smart move, Hulk. Mm-hmm. Maestro brings him back to the uh, wasteland so he can basically get more people to have sex with. And tries to talk about how he's slowly revitalizing the land, which they didn't really go into, but it's like, are you just shitting in the land and calling that returning nutrients to it, Maestro? Basically. Yeah, this... Oh, I don't know, that's a tough one there, because that would also then imply that his shit's not radioactive, because I also feel like that would also be the case. Is that like the new version of, he thinks the shit don't stink? Yeah, basically. He thinks radioactive? He thinks this shit ain't poisoning this sacred land. Though at the same time, maybe that would work out for the best. Since we're like in this yeah. weird, like, futuristic radioactive world. Yeah. Maybe the radiation it, will, like, get it start, jump started. Like tobacco. I was. I have thought about tobacco so many times this week, and I'm not entirely sure why, Devin. But that's such a good episode. It is such a good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did he just share with me on the email? I sent you the... Oh. The image gallery. This week. Oh, okay. 
the one for what's it called for the Hulk the end of Super Week because I didn't really think anything was that like memorable or great. Yeah, it's not good. There's like four pictures. That's fine. Uh, yeah, so the insurgents debate attacking, but they hold up, and meanwhile, back at the base, Maestro tries to convince Hulk that he is right after, like, how the world persecuted him for so long, and Hulk is willing to, uh, think about it before giving him a final choice. Meanwhile, in the night, the minister tries to kill the Hulk, but he is stopped by Janice and the other insurgents. Oh, by the way, Janice is named after Janice Joplin. Casually just mentioned by Rick Jones in a senility for, like, no reason. Yep. Oh, Janice, do you know that you're, you were named after Janice Joplin? Groovy dude. You Janice. know that I like the music? I used to be a singer and sung with this weird fella from outer space called... Called... Marvel. I got the ill communication. If I clap my wrist, maybe his dead body will appear for us. Oh, speaking of p- things that were in his memorabilia cabin. Oh, I was laughing last night, even though I know it's not a thing. There's that weird picture that, of Wolverine that was just there in the nice frame. And all I could think of was that great meme of Wolverine <laughs> just caressing the photo frame. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, is that the one that Rick Jones has? <laughs> Well, no, I think he had that picture in there to remind him of whose adamantium skeleton he had. In the uh, case It's probably for the best. He doesn't want to get it mixed up with some others. It's Storm's metal body! Janice, do you remember Storm's metal body? It made her really good at conducting electricity. We just really don't like Rick Jones, do we? No. Yeah. He's just boring. Yep. And he's like one of those weird fan insertion characters in a way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, the Avengers would totally be your friends. You'd totally get to become a Hulk. and Or, well, an abomination, I guess. I can't probably go with the Hulk fine. That made sense. Yeah. Beyond that, no. He's supposed to be a hippie kid who didn't care about... Uh, nuclear bombs potentially killing him mm-hmm. uh anyways hulk reveals that he was trying to lure the maestro into a false sense of security and he's secretly been letting the uh insurgents get in here maestro shows up with a gun that forge made to kill the hulk and a big fight starts maestro gets angry with the minister when he tries to suck up and say that he was trying to root out the hulk and he just kills the minister fight goes down Maestro makes his way to the trophy room, finds Rick, uh, crushes him with Captain America's shield, which then knocks him into Wolverine's skeleton. That skewers him. I don't hear you, Luke. What? I lost you for a second. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm probably fine. Uh, Hulk returns. He attacks Maestro with Captain America's shield and doesn't really do enough damage. So Maestro starts gloating, and that's when... Hulk reveals that he put Maestro on the uh, time platform, and he is sent away as Rick dies. Maestro is revealed to have been sent back to the uh, explosion of the gamma bomb that made him into the Hulk, which shouldn't have fucking killed him. Yeah. Like, they're trying to be like, that's a solution. 
And I have a feeling there's probably been some weird continuity story where it's like, oh, but then he was picked away at that very instant because there are more maestro stories going on. Yeah. After this point. Uh, anyways, Hulk pours Rick at... Hulk puts a bunch of glue onto Captain America's shield and pours Rick's ashes onto it and then throws it into space before eventually going home, and that's the end of Future Imperfect. Yep. Yeah, like, there's some stuff I enjoy with the Maestro in it. Like, the uh, Contest Champion series is really good. Well, there's some stuff in this one I still liked. There are parts here and there that I liked of it. You talked about Pi-Fi? Yeah. Everyone's all down with Pi-Fi. Or even just, like, how the world looks. It's it's interesting, but, like... I was like George Perez's art. I wish there had been more development. Yeah, like, a lot of it weirdly reminds me of uh, Mobius, like, the uh, crowd scene that they have. Mm-hmm. Like, and a lot of the color scheme just reminded me of uh, the black ankle. Look at me dropping Jodorowsky. Yep. Um, the second story that we were covering, because it was also in the digital Future Imperfect tree that I got, is Hulk the End, or I guess The Incredible Hulk the End, which was once again written by Peter David, with Dale Keown on pencils, John Werns and Livesay on inks, Avalon Studios and Camp... What? Joe Weirns. Is that how you pronounce it? You said John. Oh, shoot. Joe Joe Weirns and Livesay on inks, Avalon Studios and Dan Kemp on colors, and John Workman on letters. John Workman is so good at letters. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not the same thing when he's uh, doing them digitally, but still good. And this takes place on Earth 2081, and it's a post-post-apocalyptic future... Bruce Banner is now an old man being followed around by an old by a floating orb, and he's unable to die when he's some 200 years old. At night, he normally turns into the Hulk, who's still angry at Banner as well as everything else. And they've been traveling the globe. Bruce had—I'm not entirely sure if Bruce had been Maestro in this universe, or if he had just encountered Maestro and didn't want to turn into him. I didn't think he'd been Maestro. Yeah, he had just turned into him because he's like. I shave so I don't look like the maestro when I turn into the Hulk. And at the rest of the time, he's pursued by insects who are supposed to be evolved cockroaches, except they don't really look like it. No. They look more like the uh, Annihilation Wave. Mm-hmm. And so he has to Hulk out and fight them, and the bugs always eventually overpower the Hulk, eat his flesh and organs, but he survives and heals back. He's like the modern Prometheus, which they literally go into. The world was destroyed by terrorists, I guess, using nuclear attacks, and so now he's the uh, only human being left. Uh, he had tried to hide until a recorder, which is a android that records things, found him. And the android pretty much just wanted to make sure all the humans were dead, which is how Bruce knew that he was the last one alive. And the recorder really doesn't care to see how or when Bruce dies, and so that's why the orb is following him around to track him when that happens. He tried to kill himself before, but the Hulk won't let him die. And then Banner realizes that, well, Hulk can't die, he can, so he dies. 
and then transforms into the Hulk, and the Hulk is stuck alone and doesn't even have Banner anymore. Yep. And that's Hulk the end. Like, it's it's a wet fart of a story. Yeah. Because, like, I had read on Wikipedia, like, a few years ago, like, what Hulk the end was, and that sounded way more interesting. Well, there's a lot of stuff that we didn't cover where it's, like, flashing back to times as a superheroes, but none of it really influences the story. No. No, the Wikipedia article even, like, talked, like, I thought it was going to be, like, much more deeper... Like, even, like, more of, like, on the Hulk reflecting on the fact that he is now alone. Yep, no, it's it's a wet part of a story. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, way way better than it was. But we now have two universes to put on to, Trials of the Multiverse. So it's been a while, Devin. Do you know how many universes we currently have on here? Like six? 401. Oh, look yeah, at us. We've been doing our job. So the uh, first one we're going to be putting on here is our... 9200, which is the Future Imperfect Universe, and as much as there's good stuff in it, there's just stuff that I really don't like. I would say it's a middle-of-the-road story. How do you feel about it compared to Kamala's fanfictions, The Avengers on Planet Unicorn? I like Planet Unicorn better. That's what I was figuring. Uh, how do you feel about uh, what if Deadpool killed Uncle Ben? I like Future Imperfect better. Uh, what about Phoenix Frost, the uh, one where Emma Frost became the Phoenix? I like Phoenix Frost better. Okay, so our new number, 183, is Earth 9200, Future Imperfect. And ironically, I just misspelled Imperfect, so I had to fix that. Uh, after that, we have... Earth 2081, I'm dropping lower for this one. Oh, for sure. Is it worse than Age of Ultron? Yeah. Because nothing really is, happened in this story. Is it worse than the Age of Morgana Le Fay? Yeah. Is it worse than... Uh, whom Gods Destroy? I mean, that one had a lot of things happening in it, but those were not good things. Yeah, so I'm going to give it to this one over, Whom Gods Destroy. Uh, so then right above that is What If Deadpool Hosted Serial? Yeah, it's better than that. Uh, what If Watcher Were a Stand-Up Comedian? Better than that. What If Storm Was an Air Traffic Controller? Better than that. Uh, post-Zero Hour Metropolis Convergence, that was the Suicide Squad Convergence. Oh, um, better? Uh, above that I just have, uh, Earth 41222, the really fucking dumb gag strip. Uh, that was also part of that X-Men Astonishing Oh, yeah, better than that. Uh, stupid sandwich gag with Emma... And Kitty, where Kitty stole the sandwich out of Emma Frost. I like I that one know. better. Okay, so then our new number 379 under Agent Morgana Le Fay is Earth 
need to look up and see what we're uh, theoretically covering next week. You ready for this, Devin? Let's do it. So, on our notes, which are now wildly out of date because we skipped a bunch of weeks, yeah, uh, didn't really do a Valentine's Day special. Oh, we are covering Exiles again next week. That's good. So, next week we are back to covering Exiles for our 98th episode. And we are getting close to numbered episode 100. Uh, Multiverse Acute is a weekly podcast. If you enjoy the uh, bullshit that we do, you can support us on Patreon, where donating as little as a dollar gets you not only stuff for this show, but also stuff for our spinoff podcast, Exiled. Um... We also are on MZ, Tumblr, Twitter, Stitcher, Libsyn, uh, iTunes. If you want to leave us a rating, please do. If you like the weird shit that we did, like we got one comment that was like, oh, I really love all these fake podcast uh, number ones that you guys did. It's like, let us know, because we are more than happy to do more bullshit or find more alternate versions of ourselves doing bullshit. I'd actually hope to uh, find a podcast I recorded back in like 2006 with Casey Green on it, mm -hmm. but that file and website no longer existed. Too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin, where can people find you online? You can find me online at Fredo Fettes, F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T, and Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Or at LukeHairLukeHerR.com. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more Exiles. Until then, this one's for Hank. <laughs>